Hi, we're happy to welcome you to the program for the first time, the new president of baseball operations for the Tigers, Scott Harris. Scott, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Mitch. How are you? Great. Welcome. Happy to talk to you. Welcome to town. Congratulations on the job. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. You have just a fascinating background, at least to me. And before we talk about anything that's going to happen with the Tigers, I'd like to ask you about how you got to where you are, if that's all right. Sure. Do you uh, do you want the whole story, or do you want the cliff notes? No, I'll 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 I'll, I'll direct the questions because it's radio <laughs> and we're almost done anyhow. Uh, so you're the son of a gynecologist and a urologist. Wow. Who planned to go to medical school before he got there and or got to college and realized how tough it was going to be and shifted over to economics. That's all accurate. That is all accurate, and the dinnertime conversations were quite graphic. I can imagine. <laughs> Who tells a better gross story, your mom or your dad? I don't know that there's such thing as a better gross story. They're all repulsive. <laughs> They're all repulsive. Did they, did they ever have a moment like where your friends were over and they just were talking business and you had to go, Mom! <laughs> Probably. I can't remember one off the top of my head, but yeah, it's... Uh... Nothing now you was either you, profession, of course, or my parents. You, uh, but you, it's hard to eat while you're listening to that. Stuff. Yes, it is. It's <laughs> it is hard to eat. Uh, I I I really I I actually couldn't choose between the two. <laughs> I think I just would skip eating altogether, yeah. or I'd go to my room. Uh, what did you you played baseball up to just about junior high school, and then that was it for playing sports? Is that right? Yeah, I um I was an undersized. Um, athlete with speed as my only carrying tool so mm-hmm. that translated a lot better to sports like soccer and lacrosse uh, one of my biggest regrets is is stopping uh baseball in in junior high i wish i could go back and correct that but that was the reason why i, I pivoted to those sports do you feel that uh, a knowledge of playing the game is important in be able in being able to judge talent absolutely um and I also think, uh, you know, curiosity is a huge asset for people in this position. Uh, I was just telling Alan Trammell the other day how much I value relationships with former players in the organization. Some players who come to mind and pass stops include Will Clark, Ryan Dempster, Ted Lilly, David Ross before he, he took the manager job. I've learned so much from those players throughout my career because they just see the game differently. Uh, for me, and they give me access to their perspectives. Uh, I think that's a huge um, part of my development. I, I couldn't play at that level, but I can at least soak up their experience and try to see the game through their lens. Yeah, um, and I think that's helped me get to where I am. Now, where you are is is only a fraction of where you're going to be because you're 35, if I have this right, right? That is correct. So 35. I mean, you're, you're there are a lot of people in this country who are 35 are going. I think I gotta get it off the couch and find a job. And you're already now the president of baseball operations, which, as you know, traditionally around here in Detroit, is a job that has gone to older people who have been uh, around the organization for a long time. But there seems to be a shift in baseball, and maybe you can identify it for me, since you're, you work right in that field. When did it sort of become more uh, attractive to teams? to go with the younger, 
more analytical, uh, perhaps more statistical, erudite, for want of a better word, approach to building a baseball team as opposed to the tobacco chewing. Uh, <laughs> I've been on the road for 60 years. I've seen every player out there, and I, you know, I know a good one when I see one type of approach. It's a great question. I don't think age is a prereq for these jobs by any means you know i think you know good presidents of baseball operations come in all shapes sizes and ages uh i think the game started to change a little bit for me uh when i saw people like theo epstein ascend to the the gm chair um and i think you know his success and the success of many other people like billy bean and and brian cashman started to change the mold of uh, the person in that chair and i think you know the game just got a lot more open-minded to, you know, finding talented people who aren't from necessarily traditional backgrounds. That's when it started to change for me. Um, but uh, I think a healthy blend of all backgrounds is, is how you build. Well, why does it work? I mean, one would think that uh, knowing, you know, being around the baseball forever in a day, the old scouting routine, blah, 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 would work. But this new methodology, which is more analytical, we all know that new statistics have been invented. You know, if, you, if you're a baseball fan from 50 years ago, you don't know what WAR stands for or anything else. But, but now anybody in the game does. Uh, why does the new system work? And in some cases, like with the Theo Epsteins or the Billy Beans back in his day or whatever, work even better than what used to work? Yeah, I actually, I don't think it's baseball specific at all. I think if you uh, chart the uh, evolution of most industries, they've changed as data have, has taken a more prominent role mm. in them. Um, you know, look at look at how the, the taxi cab industry has changed over time. Look at how the cell phone industry has changed over time. Um, I don't think baseball is, is too dissimilar in that regard. I think we just have access to more information. It's not replacing scouting information. It's not replacing coaches uh but it's giving us new perspectives that we can blend with the more traditional evaluation tools to just make healthier baseball decisions right. i think that's what has really changed so technology has like with everything else has has helped make things possible because you can chart things now computer wise that you couldn't do before when you were writing everything down on a, a little pad that got wet when it rained you know, that was always bad uh, so let's talk about the tigers here now that the tigers have been have been bad for too long uh and if you're being critical, and I imagine if when you sat down with Chris Illich at some point, he, he said to you in some shape or form, because I've known Chris a long, long time, uh, you know, tell me what tell me what you think is wrong with our team. You know, like, what do we what do we need to do differently? What's the answer to that question? <laughs> I, um, I, I hope I never get arrogant enough to judge another uh, way of team building. There are a lot of ways to build a winning team. I think my my brand of of roster construction it's a little bit different in that i really value what happens in the strike zone i really value um, players who can can command the strike zone on on both sides of the ball for me the changes are are largely going to revolve around uh taking control of the strike zone it's not an indictment of any prior regime's roster construction strategy that's just how i i view um, what does that mean taking control of the strike zone it means finding pitchers that are pounding the zone and keeping hitting hitters uncomfortable and who have enough stuff to miss bats in the zone as opposed to relying on chase. It means finding hitters who can uh, reliably discern between a ball and a strike and who know themselves and know their own zones and know pitches they can drive versus pitches they're going to you know, roll over. Um, 
and, and uh, you know, create soft contact. I want, I want pitchers and hitters that can perform in the strike zone instead of, you know, relying on chasing out of the strike zone on both sides of the ball. And I think if we start there, I think we're going to build a pretty good team. So that's a very specific skill-oriented analysis of, of what you're looking for, which I respect and I, I sure hope works. We all do. We all want the Tigers to win. Um, where do you value character, leadership, uh, game time, uh, you know, kind of uh, get up an uh, ability to, to perform in big moments, the sort of intangible kind of things that don't necessarily show up easily in statistics. Yeah, I mean, I will say uh, you don't have to be able to measure something for it to be valuable. Uh, those, All of those things and many more that you just talked about are things that we can't measure but are, are critically important to our success. We want to bring players here who are excellent teammates. We want to bring players here who are committed to winning, who are committed to doing all the early work and pregame work they need to do to get their bodies uh, and their swings right for the game. Um, it's going to be really important for us to build that type of culture in the clubhouse and to find players who can do that. And I think we're going to have to lean on some, some ex-teammates around the game, some ex-coaches around the game, some, some people that I worked with around the game to give us a more accurate evolution or evaluation of uh, character and, and uh, what kind of teammate we're getting when we acquire players. Mm-hmm. Did you say to Chris Illich that in order to succeed, you may have to move or give up on or go a different direction from some, I don't want to call them sacred cows, but they're, there have been some 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 uh, young guys in the organization that they traded away a lot of major talent for, like Justin Verlander and and uh, many many more guys who everybody's been waiting for to develop. And of course, they've had some number one draft picks and top five draft picks. And everyone says this is the future. This is the future. But they none of them have become stars. Some of them show promise. Some of them have been what you would call a bust. Are, are, do you have a green light to say, okay, whatever was in the past and whatever, like, well, we have to do that because that's what we got for Verlander. Or we got You're not tied to, if a guy's not doing it, no matter what age he is or whatever, you can move on from him? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're here to make good baseball decisions. And if that means that we have to move on for players that, for players that don't, um, you know, fit uh, what we're trying to do over the next handful of years, um, that, that's going to be something that we're going to have to look at. I think there are trade-offs for every decision we make, and we're going to have to evaluate the trade-offs um, before making those decisions. But, you know, these jobs aren't easy. Um, they're yeah. really hard, and, th- and that's why they're hard to get. And uh, we're going to have to make some hard decisions over, over the next few years, and we're going to have to um, not be risk-averse when we're making those decisions. Uh, I think if we stay disciplined to that strategy, we're going we're gonna to be pretty good. Are you going to be on the stadium conversation, too, if they're going to change the stadium around in the offseason? Uh, I am. I am. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, bring left center in <laughs> yes. and, and put a couple more seats on right center. Got it. <laughs> Got it? You taking that now? <laughs> I, I think he's a pretty good note taker. <laughs> yes. Is it time to move on from Miguel Cabrera? No, it is not time to move on from Miguel Cabrera. Um, he's one of the best players of this generation, um, and he, he still has a ton to offer. I met with him the other day, and he has a great mindset right now, and, and he's committed to doing the work to make sure that um, he stays a productive player. You know, Miggy is one of the best Tigers in the history of this organization, um, and he has earned that, and he's a huge part of this team. Most important question, Saturday night at the London School of Economics, what do they do? <laughs> Always wondered uh, that. 
<laughs> That's a great question. You know, when I was living in London, um, the exchange rate was over two to one. So I didn't have very much money. So I didn't really have access to doing a lot of fun things on a Saturday night. Um, I was uh, unfortunately studying quite a bit there. And fortunately, I'm not still doing economics. I'm working in baseball. <laughs> well, you're kind of doing economics if you're running a baseball a team, way. right? Yeah. I just always wonder, well, like, what what do those guys do for fun? You know, the, the, the actuarial tables. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's supply and demand graph. Although yeah. you did go to the same school as Mick Jagger, I mean, you can tell people that. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah, we missed each other by a few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just by a few years. <laughs> and I don't think he came back to give a commencement speech anytime while you were there. Oh. He did not. Well, uh, we're glad to have you here, Scott. It's, it's, I think it's really exciting. I, I, you know, and I, I, I said when it happened that I admired Chris for uh, going the route in hiring you, and I, I only mean that in that it would have been very easy to stay with Al Avila. Al was a great guy. Everybody liked him, been around forever, or find somebody like him uh, to replace him. But that is the way that things have been done here for a while, and it, it isn't working. Um, it's been rebuild after rebuild. And uh, for Chris, who comes from a very traditional family, and his dad was very traditional and very loyal, uh, to make the change and to and to to go a you know a new route and 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 pick somebody who's who's uh, you know as young as you are, and I mean that in a good way, you know, with, with bringing a lot of young new ideas to the thing was was bold on his part, and uh, we really hope it works out. We're we're you know we're, this is a great baseball town when the, when the team is good. Pretty good baseball town when the team is bad, yeah. but it's a great baseball town when the team is good. And you should see us if our football team ever yeah. gets good. I don't think that- but you, even at 35, right. Scott, you're not going to live long enough to no. see that. I, I don't think they lost a game since Scott was announced, or maybe one at the yeah, most. They, they won like six, seven in yeah. a row. Yeah. Yeah. should have came in April. Yeah. 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 yeah, where were you then? Yeah. In yeah. Yes. Well, uh, but don't be a stranger to the program, and uh, look forward to meeting you in person, and thank you for spending a little time with us. Sounds great, guys. Great talking to you. Look forward to meeting you in person. Thank you, Scott. Scott Harris, the new uh, president of baseball operations for the Tigers. Sounds like he knows what he's doing. World Series, Mitch. Yeah, well. Kenny? No, that's not getting ahead of us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Truckle of players (laughs) in his pocket. It's 760 WJR.